You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit RightRug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. The first time that I ever thought that I needed a lawyer, I was six years old. The summer of 1971, there was all this hoopla going on in my house because I was the youngest of five girls and I was going to be starting school. And oh, everybody just thought it was the greatest thing. We got to go buy new clothes. We talked all about, you're going to meet friends. You're going to do all these fabulous things. And my four sisters had built this thing up. I basically thought I was going to Disney World. Well, when I got there, I was basically told to be quiet and sit down. And then we lined up to get water and we lined up to go to the bathroom. I thought it was barbaric and heinous. There were no snacks. There were no friends that I'd grown up with and had been able to play all day long while my sisters went off to this horrible place called school. Well, when I got home that night, I told everybody, it's the worst experience I've ever had. I don't know why y'all think it's great. I'm now questioning why my mother is even a teacher. Why are you involved in this thing? It's pitiful. Well, my mother looks at me and she says, don't worry, it'll be better tomorrow. And I said, I gotta go back. I was stunned that I was gonna have to go back to that place and experience this again. And my sister Sheila being funny, cause I said, I ain't going. I don't want any part of it. And Sheila said, well, if you don't go, a truant officer will come get you and they'll send you to reform school. And I was like, hold on a minute. You're telling me because I don't want to go to school. The jail is a school and I would have to live at school. Well, I didn't know anything about the Eighth Amendment at that point. But if I had, I would have known that is cruel and unusual. I wished I had known Joshua Schwiffer back then. He is quick. He is powerful in his belief. He will fight for you. And if I had been able to call him in 1971, my life might have been very different. You know him from Court TV. He's with my good friend and a member of my Zone 7, Ashley Wilcock. He's a Georgia boy. 
He's from East Cobb, graduated from the Walker School. He graduated from Georgia State Law School in 2002, and he says, and I quote, without any honors, but great memories from mock trial and moot court and some really good friends. As someone spent most of my childhood in the hills of Northwest Georgia, Northeast Alabama, it just, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps because I love, love hearing that syrupy, thick, beautiful Southern accent. I just do. And I love the fact that you love the law. Love it. And, and you've got passion for it. And that's what makes the true true crime to me and really our nation function better is the people that really do have a passion for the law because we may not have the perfect system, but compared to the rest of the world, we're really doing it better than anyone else. And the great thing about our criminal justice system is it's aspirational. It's always getting better because citizens and professionals, people like you, people like the listeners are involved and they pay attention and they like to learn about it because this is the hall monitors of life. If, if life is going to school, the law and order, the criminal justice system, that, that's the principle. That's the hall monitors. And we've got to know how that operates and we've got to make sure it operates well. And it's people that really love the law that make the law work well. And so I just love your podcast. I love what you're doing. I love the fact that your audience is involved and knowledgeable. Because that's that's really there are countries that can't happen. And, you know, you're given a legal education today. You were a public defender. Then you went into private practice. But there's so much more about you. And you and I have a friend in common. And he said about you that Josh has a national network of top tier legal partners that is unmatched. And to me, I tell my own children the only reason Barack Obama is more powerful than your daddy is because who he can get on the phone. So true. And, and it really is that network of people. I'm one person. I'm one lawyer. I try to be really good, but I'm not great at everything. I've got strengths and weaknesses like anybody else. Bring those other sets of eyes to a case. Your case will always get better. I don't care if you're a prosecutor. I don't care if you're a defense attorney. I don't care what role you're playing as a litigator. Get those extra eyes on because those perspectives matter. We're we're wedded to our rose-colored glasses, and I want to see things the way that I want to see them because it's my world and I, I run it. But that's not the way a jury's going to look at it. That's not the way another person's going to look at it. And the ability to jump into another set of eyes and look at your situation. That's how you discover the strongest arguments, the arguments that you may not realize are really important to someone who matters, because there's 12 people in that box with 12 different lifestyles, 12 different histories. And what their takeaway is from hearing certain facts, it's going to be different than yours. You and I can listen to the same story, and I'm going to get moved and attached to it because Man, when you're telling that story, it reminds me of that time my dad did this and my cousin did that and I was there. To somebody else, it's going to be, oh, that brings me back to camp. That, that perspective. 100%. That emotional attachment. That's real. And that's where you're really communicating. And that's what trial lawyering and criminal defense is really about is communications. It's not arguing. Uh, one of my favorite teachers, and, and I love going to class. I love learning. The best part about this career in many ways is that you get paid to go learn 
from really smart people. Mm-hmm. And that's just awesome. <laughs> and you learn these quotes, you hear these anecdotes, you learn the tools. One of them, if you're, if you're explaining, you're losing. If you're arguing, you're losing. And that doesn't make sense because, you know, we're, we're lawyers. We're supposed to go out there and argue, right? Well, think about yourself. When's the last time someone argued at you and you changed your mind? When's the last time? It, it, it's not how you change the mind of a listener, whether that's a juror, whether that's opposing counsel, whether that's someone in your life. You get up in their face and say, hey, and this is why I'm right. And I can, I'm right because I'm smart or I'm right because I went to school. Bull, 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 bull. And you're shutting the ears and closing the eyes of people, a huge number of people, when you approach a case like that. What you really need to do is get people to hear and listen and understand by showing them how and why you believe the way you do. And show them your experiences by putting your thoughts and words into action and movement and showing them physically, emotionally, audio, verbally, how you feel and why you feel that way. Only then, and by being vulnerable, you open yourself up for their honest critique and their honest entry into your feelings and your emotions. And when you get open and vulnerable like that in a position like court, There's very little anybody can do but care and pay attention and delve into your questions and your unanswered because everybody wants to fix something, especially in court. Jurors want to make right. Jurors want to fix the problem. Jurors want to do justice. So do judges. And very often, so does opposing counsel. And when you talk about really, you know, seventh layer of the onion deep, if you can get your opposing counsel to understand why you're so firm in your position, why your understanding might be more accurate than their understanding of what happened. That takes the needle, puts a rope around it, and yanks it. I told y'all he was smart, but I'm going to tell you, the advice you just heard works for marriage, works for raising children, works for whatever your job might be. It doesn't have to just be court, but just allow somebody to hear you and and you just say, hey, this is my position. This is why in a peaceful manner. Because let me tell you something else about Josh that I absolutely adore. He has a tremendous work-life balance, which is something I preach all the time. And if I had to describe him in three words, it's courts, cats, and camaraderie. You're happy. You're happy at work. You're happy at home. You're happy going to and from. And I wasn't for a long time because of kind of the existential struggle that you get when you get into this biz. Because really, and you know this, our currency is so often trauma. Our currency is 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 suffering and victims and awful things happening to good people. And you work with it all day. And I carried that burden wrongfully the way a lot of other lawyers do. And Anna, I fell into the same trap that millions of lawyers and other professionals and regular people have too. Drank way too much with who? Bunch of lawyers and judges that I wanted to be just like. And then I realized having watched what happened to them. And and one of my best friends was a judge who eventually ended up getting kicked off the bench. They tried to save him. Everybody bent over backwards, still ruined his whole life. And one of my great joys is sharing my story as someone that quit drinking 
in 2008 because I'm not very good at it. I, you know, I couldn't control it. Wasn't the first drink. It's the fact that you can't put down the seventh and then you're pouring vermouth over ice three o'clock in the morning. And, and it didn't make me a bad person, which is key in criminal defense. Do not judge a person on their worst moments. You shall judge them on their totality of their life. Um, and, and that showed me the door to moving past that and, and kicking alcohol out of my life because it's great for some people. It ain't great for me. And focusing on that happiness because I believe you manifest and create what you pay attention to and what you think about and what you put out into the world. And even though people like you and I have this currency of awful loss and trauma, you can do it in a positive and upward facing manner. You can deal with the worst stuff life has. And while respecting the pain and the trauma, you can always do it in a pathway or on a pathway where you're looking up rather than down, where you're glorifying what we have been given as people in creation uh, that we, we can go and we can attach to and create beauty, love, art, and healing spontane spontaneously on the fly in little big ways, in big ways. And we can do that through our practice. And when you really dedicate yourself to that, be that vulnerable representative and advocate, because that's really my role. I'm, I'm there to advocate for someone. I, I didn't make the terrible decision. They, they did. But when you, you care and you can show that genuine caring, the great quote from Jerry Spence, caring is contagious. You're going to hear it from me all the time because you can't look away from caring. If I'm caring about my client, if I'm caring about that person sitting in a jumpsuit next to me who is not sleeping in a, in a comfy bed, who is not eating at a nice restaurant, if I can care for them, only then are other people going to feel comfortable caring for them. And those are the people that I need. I need a DA to care. I need a judge to care. I need jurors to care. A great example of that is what happened to me yesterday. I have a... a teenage, late teenage, young adult that had a tough upbringing, got sent to his dad and his adult and is struggling through what we oftentimes see with mental health diagnoses, that it kind of formulates in your late teenage, early 20 years as your brain solidifies. And that's where some of this stuff really manifests. And the kid made some just indefensibly bad choices. And the issue at sentencing yesterday was, are we going to send him down the road to prison or can we come up with some alternatives? And it was emotional. And I thought we were just in hand. We were going to walk him out into a bunch of treatment. It was going to be great. DA was on our side. DA was 100% pro mental health treatment, understood that this kid's uh, actions weren't reflective on his life as a whole. We had a very involved family. It was everything you want to do, a non-negotiated plea where the judge goes, yeah, let's watch the kid real carefully, but not put him into prison. And because of one or two very specific factors, this judge, who's a great judge, very considerate, said she hated doing it, but she had to send him down for six months. And in six months, you know, he actually would get to the state system, not county time. And I'll be blunt, in a long time, I haven't just openly cried. And I'm a, you know, 275 pound, you know, lawyer sitting there, balding in a suit. And the tears come out and they're not fake tears. I genuinely feel for this kid and I feel like I've betrayed and lost for him because I couldn't get him the result that I knew was right. And at that point, if you're in open court, you don't sob loudly, you don't call it, no, you just cry 
Everybody's seen crying in court. We're all professionals. The tears come down. But it was unmistakable that I cared and that I felt a great bit of loss. And then we all shook hands and I walked out of court and I went home. And then this morning at 11 o'clock, the DA called me and he said, Josh, I, I was thinking about the case all night. Um, we There's got to be more we can do. So what I've done. And then he explained to me the extra actions he took as a considerate professional district attorney. And found a way that we're going to go back in front of that judge. And is the kid still going to get a sense? Yeah, DA did his job. This kid needs punishment. It's acceptable. He is guilty. But the DA cared about what's really going to happen to this 21-year-old African-American kid from questionable circumstance. Because the DA cares about justice. And most DAs, almost all DAs, really do love and care about justice and are their community. They just express that by working for the state, which some people get offended by. I don't get offended by it. And you shouldn't get offended by it, too. And when you hear people scream about all cops are this or all prosecutors, that's not true. Because there are so many great people involved in criminal justice. You just don't like the position that it's their job to take. And some of them totally admit awful people. There are some awful criminal defense lawyers. There are awful people everywhere. That's just the way the world is. But when you care and you lead with caring, no one can look away. And that's how you get the, the extra at the end of the disposition. That's when you know you've really left it out all on the field for your client is because your heart's open that anyone looking can see your caring. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. 
This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You know, while you're sitting there talking, I'm thinking in six months, that's going to be a different child. You got to get him out faster than that to get him help because the reality is he will get out one day and you want him to have the help so that there's not future victims. And that's the point. The point is you've got to have some punishment and you've got to have some some certainty. But you also got to remember about prevention and how prevention and rehabilitation and creating an output, that being someone post-sentence, that's not going to be a recidivist. And recidivism, really, that's where America gets frustrated and angry. We're pretty good at catching bad guys when they do stuff. What's awful is that we, we haven't unlocked the mystery of what do we do. Locking them up forever protects society, but what does that do to a person? And more importantly, what do we do when we can't just hold them and warehouse them? They're, they're going to go out at some point. We don't want to have you know, thousands of old people dying and yeah, that's unsustainable and unjust and immoral. And what we've failed on is, is what do we do with these individuals who are coming out and they don't fit in? It's harder to get them to fit back in. They may never be able to fit in since so many of them have untreated or undertreated mental health and physical health issues. So we as a society deserve a solution from law enforcement and the criminal justice system that protects our rights as citizens not violating the law. But we got to do better than what we're doing now, because in six months, a pretty usual normal person could really get eaten up in jail. And they're going to learn a bunch of bad stuff and they're going to see some pretty awful people and awful things. And they may be traumatized in a way that they can't recover from. Prison violence is so awful, most people don't realize. We have a specific law saying that, hey, we know raping people in prison is wrong. We still need to make another law about it called PREA, the Prevention of Rape. And even that struggles to function. And we still have an endemic violence against inmates. And when they get out, we kind of get what we, what we sow. But that's why this system's aspirational. We're getting better because we're trying to, to, to figure out how to unlock that recidivism and prevent people from revisiting the criminal justice system. I told y'all we were going to be on the ship or train and that y'all just need to hang on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it. I'll talk to you all day. We can get a phone book out here. I'll let's do it. it. All right. I love, well, I love well, it. Well, let's jump in because I want you to tell me what is going on in Delphi. Mind blow. Uh, literally, you can't write. We joke on you can't write stories as good as criminal, and you can't. But talk about ripping the cover off. I was gobsmacked yesterday. Unbelievable. So small practitioner lawyers, which most criminal defense lawyers are because of the ethics involved. We can't be in big partnerships with lots of other similar practitioners because we work in a very small world and the conflicts are real, and conflicts are something that the court system has done a really good job delineating by code and with rule. If you've represented someone previously, 
you can't represent someone in opposition to them in the future because you have confidential information. You can't represent co-defendants unless there are issues. So what that leads to is most lawyers, or a large number of them, have office space shares where it's a number of lawyers all working together out of a facility. And we are licensed professionals, which means the buck stops with us. There's not any, oh, I should have done it that, nope, 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 you're responsible. And this is court and it's real and there's no excuses. And so what has apparently happened is the second set of lawyers for Richard Allen, who kept on going with the whole Odinist theory, who had put together some pretty good arguments. And we were getting ready for a trial real soon. And that trial is a big one. There's a lot of prep involved. And what has come out is that these lawyers were betrayed by someone very close to them within their office that stole and distributed confidential information in violation of everything good and holy about practicing law. And now one of them has killed themselves. It's dramatically affected the public perception for the accused, and there are big questions about fair trial issues and all that. And now the court has released the lawyers from representing Mr. Allen. So they're fired. They're off. They can't do their job because they were betrayed by someone in their office, in their universe. And now the judge is going to have to appoint new lawyers or Mr. Allen's going to have to get new lawyers. And that's going to set back this trial for how many months, Joe? Four months. I, I don't know how fast somebody comes to speed on a cold case with forensics, Odinist defense. This, man, that's a tough one. There is no way they're going to be able to get up to speed in less than six months. Not possible. I absolutely agree. And, and it's awful that these families who have been waiting for so long. And this is a guy, remember, there are confessions. This isn't some guy they just picked up and said, oh, no, it's you. No, no, no. There is a lot of corroboration. Uh, there's the forensics with this bullet. Uh, there's a lot going on there. He put himself on the bridge. He put himself there. He put himself in play. I'm not going to say he's cooked, but it, it seems pretty strong for the state considering the evidence that they have to work with. And see, it seemed to me with the leaked photographs and then the Odinism, it seemed like, hey, we've got a gag order. So how can I get the court of public opinion on my side? How can I taint that jury before trial? That's what it seems like to me. And you're totally hitting on the right stuff, which is this fourth wall. How are you defending? Like, you're not just defending the case in court. That's one defense. You got bunches of defenses that are outside of court. And it's so wild that we see that more and more due to the advancement in primarily digital media and the access that we all have now where immediately we are in intimate personal contact with the news reporters, the newsmakers, and the people discussing news. And that puts into play the ability of people to manipulate that process. And what are we seeing now? Collateral attacks on jurors. We're seeing, oh, we didn't like that jury ruling, that conviction, whatever. We're going to go research the tar out of these jurors, find something they did 20 years ago that creates a con boom. Motion for a new trial. And that's a double-edged sword because, sure, we want jurors to have told the truth, and it's bad if a juror lied to serve on a jury. But at the same time, when the jury's done and the case is over, we, we designed that finality for a reason. We need finality. That's the whole point of trial. 
is the cooler heads, the educated lawyers can't agree. We need the 12 people who couldn't get out of jury duty to decide what the truth is. And let me ask you this, Joshua, because... You know, the deal where if you're driving a car and a friend of yours in the passenger seat throws out a bottle and hits somebody, you're responsible. Yeah. Well, there's some imputed responsibility. There's some insurance responsibility. Criminal responsibility is going to get a little bit different. But I feel like that attorney that had those crime scene photographs, yes, somebody else might have got them and they sent them out, but they had responsibility in those things not being under lock and key. Oh, absolutely. You are held to a very high standard when it comes to running your office as a lawyer. And that includes taking all reasonable measures to ensure the confidentiality of information. That's not your information. It's your clients. You're you're at custody of it. You're in control and, and have permissions with it. But that's not your information to release necessarily. Um, not keeping the appropriate safeguards in place has destroyed many firms. Um, one of the things that you see and that we we see now are some of these kind of uh, bomb hacker attacks against firms, where if you really want to destroy something as challenging and intimate as a small legal business, they throw in some security issues, throw in a problem that neither one of them caused, but both of them are going to have to answer to. And I know more than one friend and colleague um, whose firm has basically been hijacked and destroyed by outside forces coming in and doing something like this. Um, and it's it's awful. I think each case is is unique and it has its own unique dynamics. But it's something all lawyers need to be aware of. And it lies, unfortunately, squarely on the fault of the lawyers. And, you know, another thing to me that was so telling is after that three minute court proceeding, they were not out front doing a press conference. We have professional reputations and we can joke about how they don't really matter. That No, they, they, they really matter. And this is the kind of uh, breach of professional fiduciary, professional ethics and obligations. It's hard, it's hard to get away from. And it's important that the public know about it so that they can be educated legal consumers. It's important that the rest of the bar know about it so that the bar can take into account best practices and, and insert that into kind of the, the oeuvre of how lawyers should run firms. It goes into the entire criminal defense universe, where DAs have always had concerns about the uh, availability of confidential information. And whenever they argue about not wanting to share something with the defense, th this is why. Because while most lawyers are going to have really good controls, the ones that don't, don't. And the permanent damage to justice in this case is undeniable. That This prosecution is different now, is weaker, whatever you want. It's different in a way that it didn't have to be because of the criminal actions of these three people breaking into the lawyer's office and sharing this stuff. And I don't see how it can be tried necessarily with the local jury pool, considering how big story news this is going to be. Um, and I worry about the strength of the state's case overall, because it feeds into this Odinism defense that while it could make sense, I don't, I don't know whether it does or not, but this is certainly more facts that someone can consider when presented with is an Odinist cult conspiracy a valid defense.
Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Okay, let's shift gears a little bit. You ever been held in contempt? <laughs> so I've been, I've been threatened a number of times. I've had cuffs put on me during an aggressive discussion. I never actually made it through the door. You lead with care and you get involved and emotions are important. Um, and there are judges that uh, flatly I disagree with. Um, luckily, it's never happened. I have served to assist some lawyers who have gone down that route. Uh, and luckily, it sorts itself out pretty quickly. Uh, but you've got to have that that emotional killer edge where you've got to be ready to not make friends. You, one of the best parts about this job, I, I tell people all the time, you, you, like, you like fighting and you like that. Man, there's no better fight than a legal fight. You, you want to fight without actually bearing knuckles? man. Good cop, good de- good lawyers. That's a fight. Trying to get an officer to say something you want to say when that officer knows damn well they don't want to say it because it's not. That's a fight. Especially when you've got real professional people that take this stuff seriously. And it's satisfying. People are, oh, you must get so frustrated. Yeah, but man, when you're done with a good fight, you kind of have that, that jive on. Or when you've gone up and you've changed a judge's mind, oh my lord, does that feel good? The the kind of joy and satisfaction that is only available by working in this in this 
situation. It's huge. My officers, when they have succeeded protecting a victim, you want to see a big smile? Go talk to the victim witness people who spend endless hours doing some pretty thankless stuff when the real bad guy goes down. Uh, I was just part, I represented a victim. Uh, I do some victim representation because uh, sometimes the state is tough with victims and victims don't want to necessarily do what's in their best interest or the right thing. So sometimes they need lawyers. And this case was awful because the bad guy was truly awful. And the victim was getting threatened, had some mental health. There was just so many issues. But at the end of the day, I was very pleased to see the super bad guy go down hard. And we're talking decades. And the smile on the victim witness advocate's face was huge. That's why people get involved in the criminal justice system, not necessarily as a lawyer. And we know DAs love it when they win a case. But there's there's nothing quite like the feeling of walking out with the, this industry's greatest gift, which is this is one of the few jobs you can have where you can make a permanent, intimate, important contribution, an important benefit is a gift from you into an individual's life forever. And really, there's only a limited number of jobs where that happens, and they tend to be public-facing service jobs like lawyers, like law enforcement, like teachers, like doctors. And the joy, the benefit, the compensation of getting to go home and go to sleep knowing that you made an impact permanently, intimately on an individual's life that they will never forget. That's awesome. No, it's fantastic. And let me ask you on that same vein, let's talk briefly about what happened in Birmingham regarding Natalie Holloway's family. Everybody, I believe, in the universe, at least in this hemisphere, is familiar with Mr. Vandersloop and and every parent's nightmare. Uh, I've got a daughter. Uh, it's not just a daughter thing. It's a son thing, too. Your kid disappears. Not only did your kid disappear, you've got to battle through a, a bad, forward-facing law enforcement environment considering where it happened. And these small countries in the Caribbean, and I, I have an office in the Virgin Islands. It's how we did the Epstein Trust case. Uh, we practice, do some very interesting stuff with some non-U.S. groups. The Holloway family was stymied. People don't remember. They were just shut down left, right, and center by law enforcement. Kind of similar to the Ramseys, where that relationship where it should have been, oh, my God, you're the victim's family. What can we do? Was instead not that. And there were big questions and dismissals and you're not important and go away. So for them now, so long after, to get some more truth, and it's not the complete truth. There's absolutely no way that was the complete truth. But to get more truth is huge. I think it's disgusting how the system was successfully manipulated by a guy that shouldn't have been able to manipulate it. And I'm really glad it looks like he's going to be on ice for a long time. I will not be surprised if more stuff happens because he's caught charges in prison already. He dies in there. And as a dad of a daughter, I'm not, I got other people I can cry for. You know, when Beth looked at him in court and said, you look like hell, your hand, I don't think you're going to make it. I agree with both of you. 
He's already gotten twice the time because he won't behave in the prison in Peru. They're going to keep adding charges because now he thinks he's bulletproof. I really hope that we can get some more confirmation. And I know there's this written proffer that we're all going to get access to at some point. And I hope it has a lot more details because everything we're reading about the oral, oral actual hearing, you know, that was good stuff, but it didn't have the specificity that a lot of people want. Um, I don't think the story is over. And you'll see that with a lot of long arc criminal cases with kind of, I would, for lack of a better term, thoughtful defendants. Um, their information, they learn very quickly. It's the only real value that they can provide in, in the process. And so they, they keep that information and clutch it like a diamond. Uh, because that is the only way they can curry some favor in the future when it comes to better treatment, transfers, releases. When you get into an incarcerated situation, your values change dramatically. And something as simple as being allowed to get this kind of in-house job or having the ability to change rooms or those otherwise little things are huge. And you will see a very transactional approach from certain inmates once they're in the system. And I'll say it's more common in federal than state because the federal system also has legal issues in place where if you can provide substantive cooperation, it can literally benefit your, your sentence. And people like Jelaine, let's talk about Jelaine Maxwell. If everybody thinks that Jelaine's going to get out early, it's because she's going to keep spilling. Now, I personally believe that she knows a lot more and is not allowed to share it because if she wants to walk out of prison, she needs to keep her mouth shut. But if other things happen during the time of her sentence that allows her to spill some beans, I totally expect to hear more from her uh, before she has finished serving that sentence. That's the only real pathway for her to get any reduction in her service time. Well, Josh, I got to tell you, you have just been extraordinary tonight, and you have given all kind of just wisdom and love and support and just flat good advice. And I'll tell you, Walt and I recently just celebrated our 25th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you. Even though we've been together a lot longer than that. But it's funny when you say that, sometimes people will say, well, Y'all just argue all the time now that y'all been together so long. And from now on, I'm going to tell people, Walt and I have never had an argument. We've only had an aggressive discussion. There you go. There <laughs> you that. go. Brilliant. I love what you do. I love this. I love your audience because these are people that care. And if we have more care in this world, care about our fellow brothers and sisters on this green pea running through space at a million miles an hour. That will make the whole world better. And, and you're a big part of that by sharing a really fair and caring platform for people to get on and talk about this stuff that really matters. Well, it's important. And I tell people all the time, get you that zone seven. And you are such a critical part of mine. Those people that you love and you admire and you respect, and you know they will be there if you call them. So... If y'all don't have a Zone 7, y'all better get one. Get one. Because it's the only way to go through this thing. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Cheryl. This has been just absolutely awesome. Oh, it's going to be one of many. You sit by the phone. It's coming. 
Trust can't me. wait. Y'all, I'm going to end Zone 7 the way that I always do with a quote. As a peacemaker, the lawyer has the superior opportunity of being a good man. Abraham Lincoln. I'm Cheryl McCollum, and this is Zone 7. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.